New Vision is a church that places high value on Scripture. The Bible is made up of 66 books, and in this next portion, we're going to be going through a few of those books as a church family. We hope this tool encourages you and equips you to lead your life well. Thank you for joining us today. What is going on, everybody? Um, Nick Person here teaching pastor here at New Vision, and I'm excited that you guys are going to continue to walk with us as we continue to navigate through 1 John. I'm going to read the passage in its entirety, then we're going to go back and pause and pull out some truths that I think um, are going to be helpful as we navigate our daily steps and keeping our eyes fixed on Jesus. I'm going to be in chapter 5 of the letter of 1 John, and I'm going to begin in verse 1, and we're going to go through verse 12. I'm going to read it in its entirety, and then we'll go back and pull out some truths. Again, that will be helpful for us all. And so I'm reading out of the CSB, and so let us begin. Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has been born of God. And everyone who loves the Father also loves the one born of Him. This is how we know that we love God's children, when we love God and obey His commands. For this is what love for God is, to keep His commands, and His commands are not a burden, because everyone who has been born of God conquers the world. This is the victory that has, has conquered the world, our faith. Who is the one who conquers the world? But the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God, Jesus Christ, he is the one who came by water and blood, not by water only, but by water and by blood. And the Spirit is the one who testifies, because the Spirit is the truth. For there are three that testify, the Spirit, the water, and the blood. And these three are in agreement. If we accept human testimony, God's testimony is greater, because it is God's testimony that has been given about his Son. The one who believes in the Son of God has his testimony within himself. To one who does not believe, God has made him a liar because he has not believed in the testimony God has given about his Son. And this is the testimony God has given us, eternal life. And this life is in his Son. The one who has the Son has life. The one who does not have the Son of God does not have life. And so John says the the one in which Jesus loves says this in his text, and there's some things that I think stand out to me, and maybe they stand out to you, but let's go to verse 2 where it says, this is how we know that we love God's children, when we love God and obey. Um, when we love those created in the image of God, it speaks to the testimony of who we believe God to be. Um, because really, the outward act of loving our brother is the way we respond to the love that we have received from God. And, and again, in this text, John is just saying, your brother, anyone that has been made in the image of God, we have been called to love them. That means that everybody, like we don't say, hey, I'm going to judge you because you're the right color. I don't, I'm going to love you because... Um, you come from the right socioeconomic background. No, because they are made in the image of God, we are going to love and love them well because that's the evidence of what we believe. Verse number three says this, for this is what love for God is, to keep his commands. And his commands were not a burden because everyone who has been born of God conquers the world. This is the victory that has conquered the world, 
our faith. I love this because it says, listen, if walking in the ways of Jesus and apprenticing after Jesus and responding to the love of God is burdensome, then you are probably not walking in the correct manner because the commands of God are not a burden. Why? Because we're not motivated by the rules and regulations, but we're motivated by the love of the Father and the way we live is in response to his love. And so really the best illustration is a mom. A mom will feed, clothe, change the diaper of their newborn child. And it's not an easy thing. It's not the most convenient thing, but the motivation behind why they do that is love. And so they are able to love that child right where they are. And yes, it's tough at times, but it is not a burden because of the love of a child. It goes on. Let's keep going to verse number six. It says this. Jesus Christ, he is the one who came by water and blood. What does it mean by water and blood? You know, in birth, I'm not going to go into the full biology of it, but in birth, there involves water. You know, the mother's water will break, and so there involves water. When it talks about blood, like what is that? He is the one who came by water and blood through Jesus' sacrifice on a cross, through the, the payment that was paid through his blood, not by water only, but by water and by blood. So John just saying, hey, his testimony is... It's kind of secured in the fact that he was born as a man and he surrendered his life through the blood in his sacrifice. Um, and the spirit is the one who testifies. The spirit is the one that's acting and moving and affirming and, and really is doing, doing inwardly as the Lord is doing what he does outwardly. And so um, through the spirit, through the blood and through the water, it's, it's a testimony because the spirit is the truth. For there are three that testify, the spirit, the water, and the blood, and these three are in agreement. I think the best way to explain this, I can't say it any better than Tony Evans is going to say it. And in his study Bible, the CSB study Bible, in which I'm reading that, he says this, and I think this is so, so clear and so excellent, explaining something that could be a little complicated. He says this, the water refers to Christ's baptism when the father praised his son and the Holy Spirit descended on him. The blood refers to Christ's sacrificial death. When darkness covered the land, the earth quaked and the temple veil split in two. In these events, God gave testimony to the truthfulness of his son and his mission. The third witness is the spirit who validates on the inside what God does on the outside. Thank you, Tony Evans, for making that even clearer to us. So the testimony of Jesus is secure. So because it's secure, we can walk in that security and we can print as well after Jesus because we know who he truly, truly is. And then verse number 12, the one who has the son has life. The one who does not have the son of God does not have life. So here's what is true. Yes, eternal life is the knowledge of God and it's a surrendering um, to the invitation that he has given you to be a part of his family, but also walking in this and, and living your life in such a manner that you have experienced the life-giving blood of Jesus. You walk with Jesus daily. You do as Jesus does because the clearer you see Jesus and the more you see Jesus, the more you walk better in his steps. Do what he had do what he did and love how he loved. And so the more we get to know Jesus, the better we can reflect him. Here is what is true of you and what of I, or if we are in right relationship with Jesus, 
we should reflect the king. The only way to reflect the king is to sit in front of the king on a normal, everyday rhythm. What you are doing right now as you listen to this podcast, as you are exposed to the person of Jesus through the lens of what John has to say, but not just John, but what Jesus' Father, our God, our King, says about His Son, and the testimony of the Holy Spirit, and the fact that Jesus' life was surrendered on a cross, and He was resurrected from the grave. That is what we know. That is what solidifies the fact that Jesus is who He said He is. So that means that He is worth sitting in front of and worth reflecting. So today... As you reflect Jesus, as you get a clear glimpse of what he looks like, may we go and do what he did and love our brother and not love them based on where they come from or what they look like, but based on the fact of who image, whose image they are created in. So know this, I pray that today you can walk better with Jesus and you can reflect his love even more clearly and more accurately as you love those around you the way that he has loved you. Know that you have a God who is before you. That means he's leading the way, so we follow behind him. We have a God that is with us. That means he has put his very spirit within us in order to allow us to do the very thing that he has invited us to do. And we have a God who has our back. That means he's already settled our biggest need, and that is our salvation. And so we have nothing to fear because of who holds us, who's got us, who's with us, and who is leading us. I hope y'all will go and be blessed, and may the Lord continue to reveal to you what needs to be revealed so that you can better walk in His ways and step in His footsteps. We love you. I'm for you. Talk to you guys soon. Thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you tomorrow as we hop back into God's Word.